History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. and happy Thursday. A great show ahead for us. Two Republican congressmen who have a huge impact in Washington. Eli Crane, freshman from Arizona, and Austin Scott, a veteran of many congresses from Georgia. Both influential, both respected, both respect each other. But they have a very different thinking about where Republicans are going when it comes to the budget and the border. Will they make a deal? Will they not? You're going to hear very different perspectives from two very learned and sincere members of Congress. They're both trying to get to a resolution, but they have very different approaches. I want you to hear the gap because the gap is what is preventing a deal from being made. And we want to get you to understand both sides so you can make up your mind, decide who you're going to support when you're done. That's the purpose of the show, to get you up to speed, let you make up your own mind. And I think that's going to be a big part of the show today. Now, before we do that, I want to break out a couple of stories. You know, Hunter Biden's in court. You know, Donald Trump's in court. It's unprecedented. We're a few days from the Iowa caucuses. But there was an important story that my colleague and I broke today. Stephen Richards, great reporter. Man, I'm so proud to have him here at Just the News. The National Counterterrorism Center, the NCTC, as they call it, put out a stark warning. And it is a reminder that since Joe Biden in 2021 allowed Iran to get cash flush by allowing oil sales to go, by reducing some of the sanctions, by unfreezing some of the money. Now, Iran now has billions, tens of billions of dollars where it had very few when Donald Trump handed the keys over to Joe Biden. When all that happened, since that time, since Iran began beginning cash flush again, thanks to Joe Biden and his policies, Western officials have been able to disrupt 21 terror plots on every continent, primarily targeting Jewish and Israeli interests and individuals who are Iranian dissidents, people who oppose the Mullah regime in Iran. 21 have been disrupted. Of course, some weren't, like the October 7th heinous attacks on Israel, which came through Iran's proxy. But this is very important. There's a direct parallel. Give Iran cash. See more and more terror plots unfold. We are in a proxy war with Iran. That's what this memo makes very clear. This isn't any think tank. It isn't an academic exercise. It's the leading 
counterterrorism government operation we have, the National Counterterrorism Center here in Washington. Go check out this memo. It is an extraordinary thing. It's an extraordinary reminder that Joe Biden's policies, you may theoretically think you can make friends with Iran, but in reality, you give Iran billions, you get violence in return. And that's what the people of Israel learned on October 7th. It's what the troops in the Red Sea have learned with the proxy wars from the Houthis. And it's what the NCTC is directly warning in this memo. It's an exclusive memo we got a hold of. Go check it out. I think it has a lot to offer you. And it's a really important dynamic. We need to educate people that we are in a proxy war with Iran. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Austin Scott will go first. Eli Crane will go second. Two really great interviews with two men on the front lines of this budget slash border negotiation, both unhappy with where things stand, but they come from a different perspective about how this is going to end. And I think that's a really important conversation. We want to make sure you're in on it. All right, we'll take that quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll start off with Austin Scott. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Whenever I get confused about what's really going on Capitol Hill, I turn to this next congressman. He is a truth teller. He has common sense, and he's in so many of the most important debates in uh, America today, whether it's on the House Intelligence Committee or in uh, the effort to get fiscal sanity in America. Right now, the Republicans have not created fiscal sanity. Joining us right now from the great state of Georgia is Congressman Austin Scott. Congressman, Happy New Year. Great to have you on the show again. Hey, John. Happy New Year, and thanks, thanks for having me. 
It is a great honor to have you. And I think people looked at yesterday, and there were three extraordinary things going on simultaneously. Uh, an impeachment uh, hearing in House Homeland uh, over Iorcus and his failure to enforce border law, uh, a contempt proceeding and a little bit of a stunt with Hunter Biden in a very serious impeachment matter involving Joe Biden. And then the Republicans just trying to get a basic rule that would move along the effort to get a budget, which is still not enacted for 2024, even though we're four years into the fiscal uh, year. Uh, and they're, I think they're confused, like, well, what's the most important thing? Tell us how you referee yesterday and what things you'd like to see done better. Look, look, John, the, what, what happened on the floor yesterday, there was no excuse in. There were about, you know, 15 Republicans, a little less than that, maybe 13 that voted with the Democrats to take down the rule. And the rule vote, John, just so your, your listeners know, uh, just identifies what we're going to vote on for the rest of the week. And it's a procedural vote. Republicans have historically always voted with our leadership on procedural votes and Democrats vote with their leadership on procedural votes. But yesterday we had uh, a small group vote with the Democrats to stop the votes from coming to the floor. And, and what they were stopping were, were votes on Republican bills. So uh, Rubio had a good bill uh, that had passed the Senate. And I think all but one Republican voted for it in the Senate. And then a couple of independents and Democrats voted for it, which was a uh, resolution uh, disapproving of what Biden had done on a, on a waiver of the Buy American requirements for electric vehicle chargers. Uh, there was another bill, uh, Stop Settlement Slush Funds, from uh, Lance Gooden from uh, Texas. And then there was another one that was, you know, again, uh, providing congressional disapproval for what Biden had done with the National Labor Relations Board. So these are Republican these are Republican initiatives, Republican legislation that don't have anything to do with the budget or the border that, you know, a small group uh, you know, spearheaded, you know, by, well, I, you know, it, they, they came out, most of them came out of the Freedom Caucus, a few of them weren't Freedom Caucus, but they, 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 they vote against the rules. So all the news story is, is about Republicans not being able to pass the rule. When we have two other things going on simultaneously, which are the key things that we need the Americans to see in uh, in the Biden investigation, and so some of the some of the clownsmanship that's going on with the select few in our party is creating tremendous problems with us showing the American citizens. And again, John, I don't need to convince the people that are listening to your radio show that right. Joe Biden took money from our enemies. I have to convince people that are watching CNN. Uh, all of the time that Joe Biden took money from our enemies. And so when, when, when a small group of Republicans conducts themselves that way, that becomes the news story. When the news story should be um, about, you know, the investigations that are going on into the Biden administration, uh, what is happening with the Mayorkas impeachment and, and, and us moving forward there. And I'm from the state of Georgia and, and, Candidly, we'd like to see a little more uh, press on, you know, what's going on with uh, Fannie Willis. And, and she's yeah. apparently been subpoenaed to go to court in, uh, in a divorce case. And uh, if, you, if you look at the billing records and, and other things, I think that if, as more comes to light on that, you're going to see, um, you know, some issues in the Trump trial inside uh, of the state of Georgia. So... There, there, there's some very real issues, John, that we need the American public to see. And when we have this select group of ours 
uh, run off and, and, and vote with the Democrats procedurally to stop Republican measures from coming to the floor, it, it, it's just counterproductive to us winning the White House, maintaining the House, and winning the Senate. And so it was pretty disappointing to see that group go out yesterday and, and do what they did. And then to turn around and say they did, the, they did it in the name of border security, that's just dishonest. Yeah, it's it's uh, and it, it seems to me that Mike Johnson is having the same problem uh, that Kevin McCarthy had before him, which is the getting all of the Republicans into a single foxhole. It's almost impossible right now, and there's so much opportunity, right? Because uh, the country is turning right. against Joe Biden, uh, and you can maybe cut a half percent percent this year with the Democrats if you really spent all your capital. But if you get the White House, the Senate, and the House next year, you could cut fifteen twenty percent. If you win the election, we could, uh, well, we, we could cut a lot. And I'll, I'll tell you something that the yeah. White House, this, this current White House just did. They just put in a yeah. new permanent school summer lunch feeding program. Uh, the yeah. money's not going to the schools. Uh, it is it is going to uh, the parents. And so they're increasing SNAP benefits. It's about two and a, it's about a two and a half billion dollar expenditure. Now, that's something wow. that we need to be taking a very serious look at. And instead of having honest discussions about that, you know, this group yesterday shut down the votes on uh, a resolution disapproval that passed the Senate with all but one Republican voting yes and, yeah. and had Manchin and um, – uh, let me put it to you this way. I think, that, I think the Democrat – I think it was Tester and Brown. I think if it was a Democrat up for reelection, they voted for this. Um, now, obviously, if the voters in those states send them back and they're not up for re-election, they would vote against it. But, right. uh, you know, this is something we need to pass. And 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 they stopped it. And so now they've, yeah. they've figured out they made a mistake yesterday, and so now they're going to vote for it today. But it, it's that oh. type of gamesmanship, John, that's hurting the Republican Party. And yeah, it takes the headline away for no reason, because they're going to vote for it today anyway. Yeah. So they just took a headline away yesterday, right. but they did, right? Yeah, that's right. I want to ask, right. uh, I want to ask about where the Republican Party stands with the electors, uh, voters who put them in. So the big promise is we're going to tighten the board up. We're going to uh, hold Joe Biden accountable and we're going to sa- uh, uh, save some money uh, for the taxpayers. The uh, accountability part, I think, is really moving in. in, in and I think people in the voting vote can say, hey, check, you really did it. You know, you've done it in a meaningful way. Right. You're not doing it stunt like, like the January 6th committee. The other two are open questions. It seems as though it's going to be impossible to have any significant federal savings this year. Is that just a reality of, of it is? And what do Republicans say if they can't get that done because of the Democratic stuff? We, we have to win on border security. We, we have to win on border security. And so if you remember a, a couple of months ago, uh, several of us were saying, you know, on the continuing resolution at the time, you know, keep America open, shut the border. And and that mm-hmm. was what we put forward. One of the things that we put forward in the continuing resolution. And again, we had a couple of Republicans who voted with the Democrats on that, and then and then they stopped it. And and so it was the same group, maybe not the exact same people, but kind of the same nucleus of people saying, "Well, I'm I'm against it because it's not conservative enough." Well, right. the the one thing we that we had at the time was was the ability to secure the border and and make Biden do certain things with regards to the border before any continuing resolution was passed. My goodness, we had we had the mayor 
of one of the largest sanctuary cities in the country at the border down there screaming, don't come here. We don't have any more room for you. I mean, what more could we have asked for? I mean, the stars were aligned for us to get border security and a select few hardheads in our party that, that John, they don't vote for anything major when you get right down to it, uh, voted against it. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're not going to get major spending reductions when you've got a, a Democratic Senate and a Democratic White House. Uh, I'm also pretty sure that when the stars align uh, the way they have, that you can get border security. That was a great opportunity for us that got wasted uh, b- because of some hardliners. Uh, James Lankford in the Senate, I can tell you, met with RSC yesterday. I think he's doing a great job in the Senate of trying to negotiate um, the border security and how we how we, you know, export uh, a lot of the people who have come into this country illegally over the last several years. Uh, That that's, I mean, he's someone who can be trusted as as a solid conservative and just a good good person. And so, um, I mean, I mean, the key to this is us working as a team to make it happen. And it seems like every time when we get the opportunity, we have a select few like the group yesterday that just pops up and says, well, I disagree with 10% of it, so I'm going to vote no. And when that happens, you give the Democrats total control. And and just keep in mind, it's January. We've got an election in 10 months. Yeah. We've got an election in yeah. 10 months. And if we don't get the White House, if we don't get the White House, our economy is going to collapse. Yeah, and our security is already collapsing. That's why the border deal now oh, yeah. is important. Referee, I mean, obviously you believe in HR2. That's the ultimate solution. Sure. Uh, help us understand where Langford will get us on HR2. Obviously not going to get all of HR2, but it gets us somewhat better, and then it sets the argument for, hey, if you just give us the rest of the reins, we're going to do all of H.R. 2 at the beginning, and there'll be a Republican president. But where does Langford get us versus where H.R. 2 would have gotten us? Well, for, well first of all, you have to stop the catch and release. Yeah. You, 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 have, to, you have to stop the catch and release. And so, and so Langford's bill absolutely stops the catch and release. Uh, I think his bill goes a long way towards, and, and we have not seen the language, that language will be shared, but stopping the catch and release is is, is the first thing that's got to be done, and so uh, you've got to build the barriers. You've got to have uh, the physical barriers to stop what's happening at the border, and and you've got to have the, the personnel there to stop it. And so if you, if you look at uh, if you look at where we are in this country, I mean, heck, you got kids. I think it was in Brooklyn that didn't get to go to school today yes. because they had to put illegal immigrants in the shelter, crazy in, in the school system, not the shelter. I mean, people people know that you cannot have, whether it's six or eight or ten million people who have come into this country illegally. And by the way, the Dems like to put up women and children in the pictures. I think something like 60 to 70 percent that have come into the, in this country illegally, from the numbers I've seen, are men between the ages of 18 and 25. Yeah. I mean, th- this is not uh, this is not sustainable. And, and it's got to be stopped. And so, and so, stopping these people at the border and then turning around and releasing them is 
is the first thing that's got to be in any piece of legislation. And so, and so Langford's a good guy. He understands the issues. And, uh, you know, I'm hopeful that we have, that we have language uh, over, over the next several days. And, and look, we understand this as Republicans. I understand this as a Republican. I'm not going to like everything in that piece of legislation. I'm, I'm not going to like everything in it. It's still got to get through a Senate that the Dems have control of. And it's got to get through, and, and, and you got to, you know, a Democratic president in the White House has to sign it. So I'm, I'm not naive to thinking that it's going to be H.R. 2. Uh, do I think it will stop the inflow of illegal immigration? Absolutely. Do I think it will deal with deporting people who have come here illegally? Absolutely. Um, is it going to be a, a 100% Republican bill? It won't be. But if it's an 80% Republican bill, and it'll stop the flow of illegal immigration in this country. I intend to vote for it. Yeah, and I think a lot of the Republicans I'm talking to, too, because it's a realism thing. And the option is nothing will get done, and then our country will be even nine months, ten months more in danger uh, than it is now. This seems to do it. My understanding of the key things are uh, no more cash and release, uh, no more nonprofit money to help new immigrants come into the country, uh, and uh, uh, doubling resources or you know, creating a significant increase in resources for ICE agents to start deportations. Is that, are those the key components of uh, where Langford behind the scenes is going? That, that, that is a lot of what I, what I expect to see in the language. Yeah. That's a lot of what I expect to see in the language. And just know this, Langford, Langford's a great man. He's a good, solid conservative. Um, he's going to negotiate in good faith, and he is not going to support a piece of legislation that is not going to stop the flow of illegal immigration in this country. That's important to know. I think a lot of people, because we're trying to, a lot of it's shrouded. You don't know and you, you hear both sides acting, but I think those are the details that, uh, you know, really people can say, hey, well, that, that's some progress. Is it everything? No, but it's some progress. And I think we're there. Yeah. I want to turn to Farney Willis because, yeah, yeah, that's the truth of the matter. It's not going to be perfect until Republicans have more control of Washington, right? That's, I think, the bottom line of what I've heard. Even from, even some House Freedom Caucus members now realize it. You're not going to get perfect. You got to get what you can get and then get to perfect when, oh, that, you, that's right. when you have more control. Yeah, that's right. There's there's some very good pragmatic people in that in that in that group. It, it's not everybody yeah. in the group, right? I mean, I think there's yeah. probably forty in the in the group, and there were thirteen, I think, that voted no yesterday. And and I know yeah. at least one of them wasn't in the Freedom Caucus. Right, right. That's right. Yeah, there was. There's one that wasn't. Um, I want to turn to your home state just quickly because Connie Willis does seem like this is the beginning. Of, we, we've seen already from the the documents I put out last year that. Joe Biden had a significant role in instigating the classified documents investigation of Donald Trump. The White House actually asked NARA to send the evidence to the FBI, which triggered the FBI investigation. So we knew that from a year ago from documents I obtained under FOIA. Then we learned uh, this week that Ronnie Willis had a special prosecutor. There's a question about whether the relationship is more than professional. But in the meantime, that special prosecutor billed eight hours on, on a, this is an open records document. Uh, obtained through the the, the, the records uh, uh, to meet with White House counsel right in the middle of the Trump investigation. He's only been hired to do the Trump investigation. He's not doing other cases. Uh, how big a deal is this, and does this have the opportunity to uh, uh, create or uproot or create turmoil in this in this prosecution in Georgia? Yes. Yeah, so, so um, my understanding is that uh, she has been subpoenaed to testify in. Uh, the other individual's divorce. That, that's my understanding of what's happening. There's a uh, Wall Street Journal article uh, yeah, on it right. as well. Um, there, there are billing records out there. 
and, and I have seen one of them that says that he and that shows that he billed for eight hours with uh, White House counsel uh, right. in Athens. Uh, I mm-hmm. have not seen the other one. I understand they're actually, I, I'm, I'm told there are actually two billings for eight hours with White House counsel. But the, the question that, you know, they're, they're obviously, you know, was White House counsel in Athens, Georgia? Uh, if they were, and I assume it was Athens, Georgia, since Athens is about an hour from Atlanta. If they were in Athens, Georgia, what, what were they doing in Athens, Georgia? Because there there would be no reason for White House counsel to be in Athens, Georgia. Obviously, if, if it was a virtual meeting, you could have done it from anywhere. Uh, but but I think, you, you know, uh, and hopefully someone is already making uh, the request from the White House for uh, records of if their counsel, you know, traveled to Athens, Georgia to meet with him. And if if there is no meeting, then obviously you've got an issue with uh, billing there, which is going to lead to the credibility of the prosecutor. Uh, it, it, it's a... Uh, uh, there, there are more questions than answers that 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 we have right now. And uh, what I would tell you is that anything uh, that is going on with, with the trial with Donald Trump in the state of Georgia, I personally think should be paused uh, until uh, all of these things are answered. And so, either the judge should dismiss it based on based on what. Uh, evidence we have at this stage, or trial should be paused uh, until until there are clear answers about, you know, the accusations of the meetings with White House counsel, uh, because there would be no reason for meeting with White House counsel, as well as the the relationship accusations. Yeah, remarkable. So one last thing, uh, we get more and more information about the nature of the Biden family's overseas dealings. You said something. Uh, profound. You are now 100% convinced that the Biden family knew it was taking money from our enemies and our frenemies and did it anyways, right? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And 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 the thing, the thing, John, I don't have to convince the people. You know, we we have to beat him in the next election. Uh, right. And and I don't have to con- convince the people that are listening to your show uh, that there's a problem there. I've got to convince people that are that are not listening to your show that there's a problem there, and that's where our conduct as Republicans has got to be professional. Um, and and when when things happen like happened earlier this week, where you know a small group of our people take down the rule, uh, then people who um, people who are looking for an excuse to tune it out, tune it out. It's exactly right. I mean, and it's important because the evidence is now really strong. It's really consistent and it's a pattern, right? You see it over and over again the way it does. Getting the, to break through that requires a discipline and messaging in this next wave look of how many, impeachment proceedings. Look how many millions of dollars they got. Look how many millions of dollars they got. And so, and so we, don't have to, we don't have to call people names. We don't have to stand up and cheer and chant. All, all we need to do is to continue to lay out the facts for the American citizens. And then, and then when we get the White House back, you know, hopefully there can be a, you know, a, a complete document, um, a complete document yeah. dump where people can see for themselves exactly how bad it was. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a moment. Uh, the, the next few months are going to be historic on so many different fronts. Congressman, always a great honor. Always a great honor to have thank you on. You always give you, us John. great talking. We're going to be watching you closely. Thanks so much, sir. Right. Thank you.
Folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Congressman Eli Crane, freshman, Navy SEAL, tough negotiator in the House from Arizona. He's going to join us. He has a lot to say. He's got a little bit different perspective on the budget crisis and border crisis than Austin Scott. They're both two guys who respect each other, but they just got different perspectives. I want you to hear them both. I think it's important for that. Now, before you go, quick reminder, AMAC is doing such amazing things this Sunday, you're going to have a special report from us on all the things that people are doing to prepare for 2024, how you can go to a boot camp, go to a boot camp, learn how to be a better patriot, be a better activist in the elections. But if you want to join AMAC and support all they're doing, not including our TV specials, including what they do on Capitol Hill and state legislatures, go to amac.us slash just news, amac, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash just news. You'll get all the best offers. You'll join me and match me in my five-year membership. It is worth it all. All right, folks, when we come back, Eli Crane after these messages. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. I'm always excited when this next guest comes on because he's got such a fresh look at everything that goes on in Washington. He's a freshman member of Congress, a Navy SEAL, and I think one of the most influential freshmen I've ever seen in the history of Congress. Joining me right now from the great state of Arizona, Congressman Eli Crane. Congressman, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, John. I appreciate it. It is an honor to have you on, sir. There's a lot going on in front and behind the scenes with the budget deal. We have a new boss in town with the speaker, but it seems as though the flight altitude of the Republican caucus and its ability to get spending cuts on the same path, whether it's Kevin McCarthy, Mike Johnson, is there any change or is this Congress going to fail to achieve significant 
uh, savings in the budget this year? Yeah, it's it's tough to say, John. I mean, um, you know, I think that we wanted to definitely give us uh, Speaker Johnson, you know, time to get his feet underneath him, get his get his team situated, and uh, you know, kind of figure things out. But I, I would definitely uh, say that there is some disappointment with uh, some of the decisions that we've seen him make. You know, make I think uh, the American public um, understands uh, where this country's at, how dire the situation is. Um, and uh you know we we need we need courage right now we need to we need to force some hard lines it's not going to be comfortable um some of us are trying to encourage speaker johnson to uh you know to take some of the hard lines um that we believe that this country needs and so i'm hoping that uh he's going to be willing to do that but um at the end of the day um you know i can't force speaker johnson or quite frankly any other member of this house to do anything they don't want to do and so we'll see what happens i will tell you the one difference that uh, i do believe is that i do believe that speaker johnson's a, a man of integrity and if if he tells you he's going to do something he's going to do it and if he if he's going to disappoint you and go a different direction he'll tell you that too and so even that right there to me is a it's an improvement over the last situation but um you know this isn't personal it wasn't personal with kevin mccarthy it's not That's personal right. with the this is about are we going to save this country are we going to shore up our border are we going to quit spending money that we don't have or are we not are we just going to manage the decline of this country and as you know john that's my problem with this party it's that we continually play to lose by less we almost never play to win and that's a problem yeah uh, it's, it's also going to be a problem politically because the promises in 2022 were very clear what a republican leadership would achieve and Thus far, a lot of them aren't there. There's a couple there, right? Accountability for Joe Biden and Mayorkas is clearly ramping up, and I think that will be a deliverable. Uh, the spending one looks el elusive. Uh, we still don't have even all the budget bills passed. Uh, and then I think there's the big question of the border, which could be a big win if Republicans hold the line. Uh, can you give us an update on where you think Speaker Johnson and the rest of the party is? When it, And you yourself, personally, I think we know where you stand. You're an HR2 guy, but... Um, where we are on what sort of deal House Republicans might be willing to fight to get on the border. Well, I'm, I'm after I get off this call, John, um, I'm going to actually head to a meeting with the speaker. I'm going to continue to push, um, you know, that we cut federal spending significantly and that we get our border secured. And if that means that we have to shut down the government, I'm okay with that. You know, and, yeah. and John, I, I, it might sound like I take that lightly when I say it that way, but that's not what I mean. I mean that I know that we're in such a hole that there is no way out of it that's not uncomfortable. I don't care if you get in a hole in your personal life, in your business, that is as deep as the hole that we're in nationally with a $34 trillion national debt, okay? Um, there's no way you get out of that where it's where it's roses and it's not and sunny. It's, it's, it's comfortable. The only way we get out of this, John, there, people are going to have to sacrifice there, there's going to have to be some uncomfortable moments. And I came up here because I want to be a part of saving this country for my kids and the next generations. So I'm willing to deal with those uncomfortable situations. I'm willing to be called the names, you know, whatever, whatever it's going to take to put this country back on the right path and even hold the hard line and tell Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden, no, we're not doing that anymore. Um, and if you want to, you know, if, if you want to make sure, if you want to shut down the country because you're not willing to shut our border down, 
we'll, we'll, we'll engage in that PR fight with you all day long. And I think we win that because I, I've seen the polling from the American people. I've seen the disgust from the American people. I've seen the disbelief from the American people that we would allow that in a country and we would continue to spend $200 you know, billion a month more than we actually have. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it is a staggering toll and uh, soon to be $35 trillion in the accumulated debt, something that I don't think anyone, when I grew up, thought would be possible. I want to turn to another issue because the border is still significantly open, no matter what Mallorca says. Uh, we got a hold of a memo today from the National Counterterrorism Center, and it, it is very clear that Iran is continuing, not only it continues to possess, possess the capability to conduct terrorist operations against enemies worldwide, it has been, it identified 21 plots that recently have been uh, terror plots that have been disrupted uh, by Western authorities, really showing the activity of Iran accelerating. Of course, they're cash flush now because of the Biden policies. Iran is in a proxy war of the United States. When you hear NCTC, which we created, obviously NCTC, uh, we created after 9-11, uh, to monitor this when they're right, raising a red alarm that Iran seems to be at war with the West and they're carrying out terrorist activities all across the globe. Uh, what does it give any sense of urgency to your colleagues in the house to get that border closed? Um, I don't know that it does, John. I mean, I, I think it, you'll get a lot of lip service. I think that you'll get some photo ops, but God forbid that, you know, right now the leverage that we have is that they, the power of the purse. They need our money. We're about, you know, we're getting ready to run out of money and that that's pretty yeah. constant up here. So if you're not willing to use that to get what the American people need, and if you're not willing to deal with shut down politics up here, which is what, um, you know, the wise and crafty establishment always forces us into, then you're really not that, that serious about shoring up the border um, you know, and dealing with, you know, the terrorist threats that come across that southern border. We had a hearing yesterday on Mayorkas' impeachment. I think yes. there's been 300 individuals on the terror watch list come through, be encountered at the southern border under Joe Biden. Just to put it in context and give you a comparison, John, under the last administration, that number was less than 20. I believe it was 14 wow. people to show you the difference. And, mm. John, when you look at why Iran is – why Iran is posturing and why they are behaving the way they are, John, why wouldn't they? They hate us. They consider us the great Satan, okay? And the exact opposite of peace through strength, which is what we had under President Trump and what we have under leaders that are strong leaders and willing, you know, to take care of business is we have chaos and violence through weakness and incompetence under this administration. I mean, you see it across the board. I mean, we just saw with, you know, the uh, with uh, Austin and and that whole debacle. How nobody knew where the, where the guy was. I mean, yeah. it just shows you how unpro completely unprofessional this administration is, and that's why Iran, North Korea, Russia, and other countries are looking to make their move before. 2025 and the possibility of, you know, I, I think one of the greatest, if not the greatest president that we've had definitely in my lifetime coming back. Yeah. Um, coming back, Donald Trump, you're talking about there clearly. Uh, okay. So last question, because I, you, you've always been clear where you stand. If the budget deal announced on Sunday is the final deal before Congress in a few days, how are you going to vote? Uh, I would be, if, if, if what I'm seeing, right now is what the final deal is, then I'm absolutely no. 
Um, it doesn't cut it doesn't cut enough money. It doesn't cut enough money. It doesn't deal with the border. Like I said, the power of the purse is right. the biggest leverage we have up here. It's the biggest tool we have. I will absolutely be a no. Yeah. And is there a number in mind that you have that you like, hey, if we get that done this year, it's something we take the American people make a down payment on the debt. Do you have a, a, a reduction number in mind in your in your mind right now? Uh, my first priority right now, you know, John, is whatever we do has to have the has to have the border, um, right. you know, has to have a border cut in it. I don't have a specific right. number at this time. Like I said, it has to be significant. I'm open to negotiation, yeah. but whatever we do has to have the border included in it. Yeah, I think I see a lot of heads nodding as they're listening to that line. Now people know it's time. No more, no more delays. Congressman, I know how busy you are, and you know you're off to see the speaker, but have a great uh, day. Thank you for joining us. We're going to be following the next few days of the Congress very closely. Appreciate everything you do. Thank you, John. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. God bless you, sir. You too. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form, then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. 
case. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Justin News. A big thank you to Congressman Austin Scott and Eli Crane for their very honest assessments. Knowing where everybody stands is the key to getting to an effective negotiation. Now you know. You can make up your mind who to support. Also, a big thank you to AMAC. We've got a big special coming up. You saw it on TV. Last night, we'll have a podcast version on Sunday. Boomer's Boot Camp. Isn't that kind of cool? You can learn about that on Sunday. But if you want to say thank you in advance and do what I do, become an AMAC member, go to amac.us slash justnews. amac.us slash just news. That's the way to do it. All right, folks, that wraps up. We'll be back tomorrow with the Friday edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. Until then, God bless you. God bless this extraordinary country of the United States, as he always has. Good night. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.